We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com IB Nation, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We are live here on a Monday, which of course means we are here for Notre Dame Recruiting Hour, which was our usual slot back in a few weeks ago. And I know many people are probably sitting here saying, wait, Ryan, Notre Dame Recruiting Hour is on a Friday, and now we do the mailbags on Monday. And you would be correct, but of course, there was a little bit of a scheduling conflict. Uh, for people that don't know, Brian is is doing a little bit of Moving and, and kind of grooving and doing his uh, doing a little bit of stuff at the um, you know with some demolition happening in his house and everything. So unfortunately, you guys are stuck with me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. We're going to dive deep into Notre Dame recruiting. Obviously, the recent news of 2025 Highland Home Alabama High School defensive end CJ May decommitting from the University of Notre Dame, one of the 14 commitments that Notre Dame had in the class. Now down to 13. We'll also talk about, and it was perfect timing because we were originally going to talk about defensive recruiting in the 2025 class and dive deep into where Notre Dame is now. What are the, and it's a little bit of a hot board episode, who is on the board for Notre Dame and who Notre Dame is pushing for and who are some of the very important targets that are left remaining on the board. So we're going to get into all of that. We're also going to do a mailbag at the end if I can, but you know, so mailbag questions into the chat at any point. 
You put a mailbag or the letter MB before the chat. And uh, we'll get rocking and rolling here, folks. I'll be here as long as y'all want me to be here. And I don't know how long that will be, but hopefully for a long time. So let's start out with the main topic of conversation to start out the defensive recruiting board in the 2025 class. We need to talk about a recent detraction from that class. Of course, CJ May yesterday, Sunday night, announcing that he has withdrawn his commitment from the University of Notre Dame, has decommitment from Notre Dame. Which, if you're on the message board at boards at irishbreakdown.com, I don't think this one took you way, uh, way, you know, I don't think this one took you way off guard in the sense of we have known about this possibility for a while now. We have been dropping hints on the message board as far as, hey, Notre Dame is going to over recruit a little bit at a couple different positions. There, and then we also spoke a little bit about the uncertainty with CJ May to a degree, dro- just dropped hints on it. So if you're on the message board and you're a little bit of a sleuth and a little bit of a person that you know kind of likes to read between the lines a little bit, I think you saw I think you knew that something was coming potentially. Something was coming. And this is what we were talking about. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CJ May originally committed to Notre Dame during the Ohio State game, or right after the Ohio State game this past season. And I want to talk about the stuff behind the scenes as far as why this happened, how it happened. And we're going to dive into the loss of it because, in my opinion, and some people may differ in opinions, both Notre Dame side of things, media side of things, fan side of things. I think people will have different opinions on this fact. But I will talk about the loss of C.J. May in the class because I do believe it is a loss. Uh, For people that have watched the show, they know that I am a fan of C.J. May. I really did like the film that he put out there junior year for Highland Home in the state of Alabama. And I'll talk about what the loss is in this class, but more importantly, I'll talk about what the next step here, because if Notre Dame is able to follow this up with a reoccurring move, 
I believe that Notre Dame will be in a very good spot defensive line recruiting in the 2025 class, and we'll see what happens moving forward. But it is a loss in the short term. Long term, I think that Notre Dame will be able to recover and could potentially even have a better defensive line class than they possibly may have had before this move happened. So we'll talk all that, guys. But we're going to start out with, of course, the C.J. May situation. So like I said, this was something that had been talked about on the message board or talked about behind the scenes for a little bit. And I think some people didn't take it, it weren't taken too much by surprise. But here's basically the situation here. C.J. May originally committed to Notre Dame-Ohio State game right at, shortly afterwards. For some people at that time, I think that some people thought that it was a little bit of a surprise. I actually thought that C.J. might pull the trigger sometime soon, you know, right before that, before that game. But some people were taken by surprise. And some people I, I know have been quoted as saying, like, maybe rush the decision and, you know, just kind of, you know, th- that conversation. I think that, for me, this is where we are with the C.J. May situation. One, because there's multiple layers to this. It's never usually one thing. Now, I will say this is based upon what we are have been told and what we are hearing. This was much more a Notre Dame decision than a C.J. May decision as far as not being a part of the class. So C.J. had recently been and shown interest in taking visits. Okay, that, that's one part of it. Two... And we've talked a lot about this. Okay. There's a, there's Notre Dame's policy in attacked that any player that takes a official visit will be basically considered a decommitment in the class. Now, he has not taken any official visit. So it's not like a, you know, CJ took an official visit to Ole Miss or Auburn or whatever. And that meant the end of this recruitment. That, that's not where the situation was. It was not a one to one decision as far as you know oh he took a took a visit you're out type of thing but there was interest to see other schools to make those visits which is fine you know as far as that is that is cj's decision notre dame stands strong by their policy of official visits he was not planning to take an official visit to my knowledge it was just more of the unofficial equation but i think the breaking point here to to add on to this was Notre Dame, and we've talked a lot about the defensive line numbers in 2025. You know, how are you going to make six, seven potentially work? And we've talked about over-recruiting a little bit because the numbers can get a little bit murky when you are trying to project to the future because we are in a world where the COVID year of eligibility is running out soon, but it's still effective this offseason, technically. There's still things that can happen there. Also... Transfer portal is one where there could be defections from the roster. You have guys that can leave early potentially for the NFL. So your projections as far as what the future roster can be a little bit volatile. You know, sometimes the numbers that you're projecting early do not end up that way. And usually that happens actually. So Notre Dame to make the defensive line numbers work, there had to be constant evaluation here. And with CJ kind of doing his own thing as far as taking official uh, unofficial visits and, and kind of looking around, there was a decision made that by the staff that there is one player on the board that Notre Dame really, really wants, and they need to be able to ensure that they can make room for. Is there a possibility that you hold on to all the guys and then you push for one more that you can make the numbers work? It's possible, guys. But I think that more than anything, we need to understand that Notre Dame really wants to make certain that there is room 
for one particular player that's still on the board, and that's Indianapolis, Indiana, Warren Central, defensive end, Damian Shanklin. He is a player that Notre Dame wants very much. Viper recruiting in the 2025 class. And I think that there is a, a part of this equation that you need to make sure that you have a spot available for CJ. That is a part of this conversation as well. It is not the only part of the conversation. And anybody that's illustrating it that way, I think is a little bit misguided. There is a lot of different layers to this conversation. A lot. And I think when you kind of pile everything up one by one, eventually there's a little bit of a breaking point and a little bit of a, a little bit of a moment where you have to say this is probably best for both sides. Because now, and you know, I think it's fortunate in some ways, CJ has the opportunity to go out and visit his schools and make a good decision for himself. Notre Dame now can work with numbers a little bit more accessibly and still push for the guy that they really want on the board. It has, this is my opinion, this has put a lot of pressure on Notre Dame in my it, for me to close on Damian Shanklin now because he is the one guy on the board and everyone at this point knows that that is Notre Dame's guy. That's Notre Dame. They need to be able to close on Damian Shanklin. If they end up closing on him, I think the numbers, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. Because you look at it, and for me, I look at it and say that numbers make out and you got the guy that you consider the the diamond in this class along with Christopher Burgess. The guy that you say, that's our headliner. That's a guy that could potentially take the Viper position to the next level. And that is Damian Shanklin. So Notre Dame has pressure on themselves. You are now in a spot where you know that there is one defensive line, the defensive line spot left. Everyone and their mother knows who that guy is. So you need to go out and close. And uh, Damian Shanklin is going to continue to blow up on the recruiting trail. I know he just visited Ohio State recently. I know that there are other schools that are gunning hard for Damian Shanklin. But that's Notre Dame's guy. And they need to be able to close on him. If they do, then a defensive line class of Damian Shanklin, Christopher Burgess, Davion Dixon, Joseph Reef, and you throw in you throw in a Dominic Kulak as well inside conversation. If you if you feel like it, that's a really good defensive line class. It's very good. I think that that group is especially good on the edges. Now, I would argue that maybe. I've talked to one listener that's, I believe, in the chat right now about this. But I would like Notre Dame to be able to take a second true interior defensive line, interior defensive lineman. But I just don't know if the numbers are going to work out. And Notre Dame does view Joseph Reef as that potential second guy in the class. I know he's up to 250 pounds. There is some viewpoint, at least from the staff's perspective, that they think that he could be a Riley Mills type to grow into a 285, 290-plus pound defensive lineman to go along with, Davion Dixon, who's already 6'2", 300-plus pounds. So I think that that's the projection you're looking at. Damian Shanklin is the missing piece. He is the cherry on top. He is the headliner. However you want to portray him, what his placement in this class would be, he is vitally important to Notre Dame. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I do want to stress to you all, though, because this will never be how I operate, and I and I know Brian doesn't operate this way as well, but I am never a person that is going to change my opinion on a player because of a school's decision. Now, if part of this decision was mostly due to wanting to take a, uh, take visits and all that type of stuff, then that's a different situation. That isn't as much looking at a football player and saying he's very good, he's bad, he's somewhere in between, he's a good fit in the program, all those variables. But I really liked C.J. May a lot. I do. I think that he has a good combination of smoothness, overall athleticism as a rusher, power profile, and a really good frame that I think that he can put on a ton of weight. I think that he is going to end up being a very good defensive end in college. I am saddened slightly, and I don't get too sad in this business because things happen so quickly, but I really liked CJ May, and I and I it is unfortunate that the marriage or the relationship between that or the fit between both sides wasn't one that was going to end up coming to Notre Dame because I do think he would have been an asset. I do. And I think that if you would have ended the class with a, you know, if we count Dominic Kulak as a defensive end, and let's say hypothetically we put Joseph Reeves as an interior defense lineman, if you had a four-man edge class of Damian Shanklin, Christopher Burgess, Joseph, uh, sorry, uh, Dominic Kulak, and C.J. May, I think that would have been a really, really good class of edge players. I think that would have been fantastic. Unfortunately, CJ's not going to be a part of it. It's totally fine. But obviously, the the it doesn't stop, right? Recruiting doesn't stop. We're going to keep moving forward. The decision has been made. CJ May is no longer part of the Notre Dame class, but he is going to now, Notre Dame now is going to push hard for Damian Shanklin to close that one out. I believe if they do, you're in a good spot. You'll be okay overall, but the show must go on. And Chad Bowden is going to recover. The staff is going to recover. And I think that the defensive line class overall under Al Washington in the 2025 group is going to be a good one, a very good one, especially on the edges. Do I think that it might be formatted a little bit differently with maybe another big-time interior defensive lineman or at least a high upside interior defensive lineman? Yes, I do do agree. But regardless, this is where the numbers lie. These are the players that Notre Dame wants. And in large, I am more than okay with the 2025 group of defensive linemen and players that could potentially be in the class. Now, again, just to reiterate this one more time before we move into the hot board section of this podcast, I want us to understand Notre Dame does have pressure on themselves. They do. They have now had Damian Shanklin on campus multiple times, including most recently for Junior Day a couple weekends ago. And I believe that I, I believe that Notre Dame is in a good spot. Now, being in a good spot, a good spot, does not mean that it is a foregone conclusion. And I want us to understand that there are other schools that are going to continue, continue to push hard for Damian Shanklin. You're going to push very hard. But overall, I believe that Notre Dame has positioned themselves early because there has never been a question from the minute they started recruiting Damian Shanklin 
that Notre Dame has put the work in and that he is a priority to them. And Damian knows that. His family knows that. He's an in-state kid. He's an Indiana guy. Plays at Warren Central in Indianapolis. He knows Notre Dame football. And he knows that they want to keep him in the state very, very much. So they need to outlast the, you know, if Ohio State comes in, some of the other big Midwest schools, Tennessee, you know, some of these good schools that are really targeting Damien that have his attention, they need to be able to close on him. And I think they will. I think they will. As of today, I feel confident with where Notre Dame is with Damien Shanklin. That can always change in recruiting. I think anybody that follows recruiting knows that this is a, it's a volatile world, man. And things change very, very quickly. Decommitments happen. Out of the blue commitments happen. Coaching changes. Players having changes of heart. It changes very quickly. But regardless, what we know has not changed, at least in the short term, is that C.J. May is not going to be a part of the class for Notre Dame. He's not going to be a part of the 2025 class. Damian Shanklin is the player that Notre Dame wants. There's some other defensive linemen that Notre Dame is still doing homework on. Like I know Javion Campbell out of Kansas is a player that Notre Dame just recently offered that has already been on campus right after getting offered. So could the defensive line board change at some points? We'll see. Could the numbers change? Could the board in general change? Could the commitments in the class change? Everything is up for debate, right? Everything is, is volatile and everything is in constant movements. So we'll see what happens, but that's kind of where we are with the CJ May decommitment from Notre Dame. We're going to move in next to the hot board section of this podcast. We're going to talk a whole lot about where Notre Dame is as a defensive class in general in 2025. What can you get excited about? What are the best parts of this class early on? And then we're going to talk into the hot board section of this podcast where about where it's next for Notre Dame. And I, I, okay, I'm i sorry, Jonah. I said I said Kansas. Uh, Javion Campbell is out of Kentucky. That's my fault. That's my fault. Thank you so much for catching that. But we're going to talk about it in the next section where Notre Dame is, where they want to get to, who are the main players on the board, how, in what position are they with these several players, and then what are the remaining question marks on the board as well. So before we get there, folks, long way to go here. We're not done. We're not done. Hit that like button for me. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you hit that notification bell if you haven't already here on YouTube. If you're listening to me on any and all of your favorite podcast platforms, please, five-star reviews are very much appreciated. And that is on any and all of your podcast platforms. You can also go to boards.irishbreakdown.com. If you want the latest recruiting and team intel to get you through the off-season, make sure to go there and subscribe to the channel, but I'll be back with you all in a second here on the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour here on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.